What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. I think we are back on track, man. This is like what three days between podcasts. No Fuck no. yeah, man. No, is I think no? more than that. More than that. Or oh, is it yeah. more? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I think the the, the truth <laughs> is. <laughs> uh, we've both been very caught up with various things. Like mine is obviously my my new kid that's just born. Uh, yeah. But, but the good news is I'm I'm sort of like in the cycle, the three hour cycle already that all newborn parents face. So, uh, some people commented that I I sounded very tired. I want to clarify, I wasn't tired. It's just that <laughs> there's so many people in my house asleep right now, and my life is will be ruined if I wake them up by talking loudly. So I have yeah. to talk in, in this voice lah. Yeah, and fucking Terrence is always like, oh, can I record at 10 p.m.? Because that's when uh, my life is steady and, you know, everyone... So what can I say? Huh? Can I tell this <laughs> fucking new dad to time to record at any other time? No. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I just have to work around his schedule. Like, but I'm doing it for, for his kid. Mm-hmm. Like, not for Terrence. Like, it's just his kid. So Terrence is milking the new dad trump card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just letting you guys know he's milking it. I'll be doing it for the next 10 years, la, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> no, just I think 10 years, is a, 10 years is a bit of a stretch. Uh. I think I think for as long as your kid uh, needs, like can't go to supermarket himself, right? I think then you can milk it. Yeah, that's 10 years basically. I don't hey, think... Fuck, like, you I don't, don't go let your kid, you don't let him get your kid go to supermarket when he's nine. No, what, what? Well, let him go alone. Give him a, give him like money to take a bus and then go alone. <laughs> yeah. And after that, he meets some dude who asks no. him, "Hey, do you want to follow me to the toilet?" That kind of thing. <laughs> wow. No, why must go bus? Okay, like like any wet market nearby or anything. Yeah, but why would you let them go alone? You, wow, you're you're know. a terrible. You're gonna be a terrible parent. <laughs> uh. You're gonna be a terrible parent. Yeah, like, your your my kid is gonna beat up your kid. Like, I tell you, confirm. Of course, of course, he will. <laughs> then after that, he will be arrested and charged as a delinquent. Uh. Yeah, like, that's what happened. Uh, kid. <sighs> At least my kid will be street smart. He'll know how to survive the rough times that life is inevitably gonna throw him. While you are, your kid is just gonna rest on his Chinese. <laughs> I didn't say it. Uh, I didn't say it. 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 You have to take the racial lens away from your eyes and stop looking at everything through race. Cannot. It's it's like a cataract operation I had where the lens is embedded into my eye. It's not like a spectacles where I can take it off. Yeah. It's it's part of me, man. It's part of me. We we joke about it but I mean yeah It's 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 not too far from the truth no, that's why as soon as the like your your wife's confinement is up, I'm gonna make sure I'm the first uh non Chinese person that your son is gonna see. Confirm yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I will be right. You should be, you should be, yeah. The, I should be, okay, okay. Yeah, just based on the I'm just calculating, just based on friend circles and everything. Like. There might be some Chindians or something like Hey, uh, What the you, hell? Who? Who? Stuff, <laughs> friends that's la, your wife's friends, friends la. No, like my friends. Hey, friends. fuck. Yeah. Hey, no, no, no. I don't care. Like, okay, for at least the first full Indian. The first full Indian. I know you have some Chindian friends who are your yeah. age who you grew up with. <laughs> I have to be the first full Indian. You guys have heard it here. I'm going to be Terence's kid's first full Indian uncle. Unless I bring him to the wet market and then he goes and order and buy something from an Indian person there. Like, then Yo, I so <laughs> ten, 10 years old, you won't allow him. Now he's going to be, what, 10 weeks old, you'll allow him to buy himself. <laughs> No la, you, you nobody would <laughs> let uh, you. You wouldn't at this point. Covid, everything. Nobody would do that. Nobody would you allow a newborn into a market. You never watch the movie Three Hundred, uh. You know, uh, like the Spart the, the 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 Spartans. They let their kids fight when they're young, what? Yeah. How do you want your kid to grow up to be like? Uh, what's his face? Who's the the Three Hundred guy? Gerard Butler. Ah, uh, Gerard Butler. Yeah. Versus. Uh I don't know. There was also that that 
that that footballer that footballer who was very stocky and all and then he came out that he was breastfed till he was six. Uh, What's his name, huh? Is it Vinny? No, it? no, no. Let me just <laughs> footballer breastfed till he was six. It's a we, Spanish we player. Oh. Spanish. No, Joaquin, yeah. Oh, Joaquin, I see, I see. Joaquin something. Yeah, uh, he, he was he was apparently breastfed till he was six, la, and like as a footballer he was uh he was he was a big guy, like he was a big guy. Why 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 do you even remember a detail like that about I don't know a player being breastfed? <laughs> did it did it trigger like a lot of like trauma in you like you remember no. whether you got breastfed or, or No, I don't or remember. What? I don't have any memories at all. <laughs> I d I don't know whether anyone actually has memories of them breastfeeding. Yeah, yeah, supposedly no. Can't la. be la, supposedly right? No, yeah. Supposedly you no. You don't la, register yeah. anything those first couple of years. La. Unless you're you're the Game of Thrones kid, lah. Oh yeah, yeah. That, you that you was, continue was breastfeed. Yeah, yeah. Breastfeed. <laughs> and, uh, oh fuck. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> see, see, this is what you being a dad has has made turn the podcast into like it's just gonna be a parenting podcast. But I mean some people on the Reddit have been saying, Oh, you know, like they've been giving me like good uh one line advice, you know, about oh mm. enjoy it for the next ten years, things like that and you know, extend your confinement nanny, blah, blah, blah. So, okay, la, I mean, I realized, oh, actually, there's a benefit to just talking about it with people, even people who, who don't know shit about it, like yourself, la, you know. It's just, just <laughs> eh, hearing eh, a perspective from eh. outside that helps. <laughs> uh. yeah. I will be a fucking awesome dad, okay? I'll be an awesome dad. Are you Ladies letting your, your... If 10 years' time you see a kid <laughs> walking around the market, Indian kid, oh, no, okay, okay, maybe mixed kid also can, but with slightly darker skin, walking around the market alone, lost... Hasn't eaten in days. <laughs> Please call the police with and also eyes. call Harish. And also call with Harish. big eyes, with big eyes. Yeah, 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 correct. <laughs> wow, terrible. Hey, you Just laugh on it. There was, there's really like a case of like two Singapore kids who went missing recently. Like, oh, is it? Yeah, they just disappeared from, I think, uh, Bangkok or something like that. They were around the area. Yeah, and, really? and there's, a, there's a man, I mean, man hunt, like boy hunt, I guess, going on for the, those two kids. Uh. Like recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 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 the last couple of days, I think. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm, mm, it's not it's not something to joke about, uh, lost children. Hey, but I can't find any news here. Yeah, la, uh, don't worry, I'll find it for you. I'll find it for you and send to you. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. speaking oh yeah, shit. God damn. Yeah. Two boys thirteen okay. and fourteen missing since September nineteenth. Last seen what at Hong Kong Link. This podcast suddenly yeah. suddenly went dark, man. <laughs> but yeah. I mean we will talk we can talk about it later, but yeah. yeah, but but for now, yes. Wait, the plug, the plug, the plug, yep, the plug. Yep. Okay. Um. So if if uh if you're listening and you're still with us and you have, you've you've found some sort of solace or joy from listening to our podcast, it would be helpful if you could share it with at least one person. Uh, our podcast continues to grow. Uh, it's it's nice to see it in the top ten on Spotify. Uh, remain in the top ten even after we took a short little hiatus. Uh, when when Terence was becoming a dad, so so thank you all for the support. Uh, yeah, and and we will we've also seen some people kind of giving us suggestions of starting a Patreon page or or something to to kind of uh grow the the community and and allow our fans to support us. We are we are thinking about it. We we do also appreciate that there needs to be a lot of thought behind it. So we will keep you posted. But thanks so much for even suggesting suggesting that. Mm. Uh, but but yeah, now on to the to the serious shit. Yeah, and this is a topic that um I think almost like a month and a half or two months ago. Yeah, man. It was already on our radar. And thankfully a lot of people on our Reddit also were pointing it out to us and saying, yeah. hey, you guys gotta talk about it. 
But uh, we, we've waited a while uh, because we wanted to more to unfold. But the truth is like, it never stops unfolding. Uh. Like every week, there's a new piece of news about this thing. So we just decided, okay, maybe it's time to just bite the bullet and just talk about this as much as we know about it. And yeah. just sort of, because before everyone gets, you know, inundated with more and more like news and, and year-end or shenanigans and, and, you know, phase three and everything. Maybe it's mm. just time to cover the big topic of the Bellagraph Nova group. Yeah, and Terence, I, I will let you uh, introduce it. But for, before that, I just want to say that I know Terence has been itching to fucking talk about this because Terence loves this shit. Yeah, yeah. He loves anything to do with corporate conspiracy, corporate fucking philandering, yeah. embezzlement, and it just makes his fucking day. Like, what are some of the, the issues that really occupy your life at some point? Yeah. The, uh, I mean, occup- I mean, I, I loved reading the, you know, the book about Joe Lowe. Like yeah. the billionaire, billionaire. Your doppelganger. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if if I mean if the crazy rich Asians producers are uh, listening to this, you know, yeah, I I do a pretty good Jolo. Oh yeah, I just they, I just they, let my neck disappear and then basically <laughs> I'm him. Uh, they got some deal to make it into a movie or something, right? I think a TV show, TV show. Oh, a TV show. Okay. Yeah, the billionaire. I think it's called the the book was called the billionaire whale. Oh, yeah. Billion dollar whale. A billion dollar whale. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, so billion dollar whale. A, yeah. Pretty freaking awesome book. And yeah, like, and just in general, I think all these things are very interesting because... Then Theranos also, right? Yeah, Theranos also, uh, Bad Blood, the book was great. Yeah. I, you know, I watched the TV shows about it. I listened to the podcast about it. And, and you know, it's very easy to... You, okay, if you don't know any of these companies, Theranos or, or Jolo or 1MDB, you know, just go Google them, go on YouTube. Just watch one or two videos and before you know it, I promise you, you'll be sucked into these worlds of like corporate conspiracy and you'll be wondering, how is it that all these people who handle large amounts of money, uh, CEOs or CFOs of big companies, sit on board of directors and all this, how are these people always getting duped by, you know, basically the charlatans and and, and, and scammers? Uh, they're duped and not in the sense of like $10,000, $100,000. They're duped into the billions of dollars. Uh, and then you realize yeah. that those people that you think are very smart that are running banks or working in working in high places in you know in Shenton and things like that, you know, they also make a lot of mistakes. They are not too different from every man on the street like you and I, you know? Mm. So so and, and all these things can add up over time to 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 cause very um uh very big so called what what looks like scams to people uh, to to persist. Uh, so and that's why we have this topic today. Uh. Yeah. yeah, about so, the so Bellagraph Nova yeah. group. Yeah, Bellagraph Nova, which for the longest time I thought it was a Bellanova group. I oh. think that's why, like, I was having trouble finding the most recent articles, and then yeah. I realized I'm a fucking idiot, uh, and it's Bellagraph Nova. So, yeah. so what is okay? So I tried, I tried reading up on this shit, and it's yeah. fucking more confusing than Tenet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I, but I think you have a natural flair for, uh, how you say, swallowing up the shit. So can yeah. you just walk us through? A very so, okay. high level overview. Yeah, so about two months ago, um, yeah. the English Premier League team, football club, Newcastle United, uh, apparently it's been been put on sale for the last few years already. And mm. uh, they, they've been trying to sell the club to like a rich a rich owner. So a bit like how, you know, if, you, if you've heard of how uh, the Russian, uh, the, the Rus- a Russian billionaire owns the club Chelsea. So Newcastle is yeah. also a sort of like a sort of semi I mean it is quite a notable club like it used to have produced 
people like Alan Shearer, who's a very David beloved, Ginola. Da- yeah, David, David Ginola, Ginola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. You know, very beloved uh, footballers from England and France. They used to play for this club called Newcastle. And so it has mm. quite a history and quite a fan base. So for it to be put on sale is quite a quite a big thing. La. And then um, apparently there was a Saudi group that was looking to buy the, the club. But that, uh, that transaction actually fell through. And then the next suitor that came along turned out to be a conglomerate based out of Singapore called the Belgraph Nova Group. And it was just like, <laughs> it was a huge deal because everyone in Singapore, I mean, to be able to buy an English Premier League football club means you've got to have like billions. Uh, and the only Singaporean who's done it is Peter Lim, who mm. is one of, you know, he bought Valencia, the, the Spanish football club. But to buy an English Premier League club is a different story because everyone in Singapore watches English Premier League. Uh. So, the the fact that a Singapore conglomerate was looking to buy Newcastle United, a storied English Premier League club, uh, it sent shockwaves through the media. La. So there was news articles coming out about, oh, you know, Singapore conglomerate looking to buy Newcastle. And then even, I think, in Newcastle itself, the people were talking about this. La. I mean, uh, apparently in Newcastle, people are very jaded about the whole process really because they, they know the owner has been trying to sell the club for like damn long. La. So they, yeah. they're just saying, okay, who's this guy now? And then this this group of people who are the founders of this Belagraph Nova group, uh, two of them are Singaporean. There's this pair of cousins called uh, Terence Lowe and Nelson Lowe. Uh, they are ex-bankers who, you know, transitioned to medical aesthetics. And then, you know, they I think they built up the... They, they, what they have offered over the years is uh, affordable medical aesthetics through the Novena Global Healthcare Group. Yeah. And uh, they've been... You know, I think fairly successful. You might have seen some of the clinics around. I think it's called the PPP laser clinic and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, previously. they got a shit ton of clinics apparently. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I you have seen them around, right? Like, in, uh, in I. It places. sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's been around for ten years. Uh, yeah. and it feels legit. It feels legit. Yeah. So we're not going to go into the, the corporate history of that, yeah. but basically, yeah. they, yeah, they are. Uh, they seem to have been legit businessmen who have. Uh, made money from medical aesthetics la. and then now they were partnering with uh, a Chinese lady named Evangeline Shen who I mean she looks like she walked out from a Singapore tattler uh, the pages of Singapore tattler <laughs> like she's always like dressed in like gowns and you know has a beautiful makeup and hair done and like oh, she looks like a, place. she looks like a mannequin from fucking Century 21 <laughs> that came to life yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm like Century 21 wow, I mean got so low class man I think she, she wears very expensive <laughs> stuff. Huh? No, but she claims to be a jeweler from China, right? Like who who apparently uh, has, she claimed to have sold one of the, the most expensive diamonds ever in history uh, in the private in the private market, you know, alongside, I mean, when we're talking alongside big giants like Tiffany and, and, and De Beers and stuff like that. Huh? So she, she claims to come from that industry and now she's looking to partner with these guys to form Belagraph Nova Group, which they claim was a consortium that covered all everything from like um, medical aesthetics to IT to artificial intelligence to okay. Can, to, can I just read anything. some excerpts yeah. from their fucking please, brilliant website? Please do, please so do. So yeah. if you if you guys, I mean, okay, I'm re- everything I'm reading now, right, is verbatim from a company that apparently had twelve billion dollars in revenue in 2019, and mm. not not revenue. Uh, this is twelve billion dollar revenues. Okay, mm-hmm. it's not one revenue, it's not two revenue, it's mm. revenues. So this is how what they say on their website. So and these are the first the first quote you see on their fucking website. We are all butterflies. Earth is our chrysalis. Chrysalis. 
whatever. So they make certain claims. Lah. BN is the only group in the world to boast an international presence in all major commercial sectors. Healthcare and medical speciality, financial services and investment, luxury and real estate, discretionary consumers, products and services, lifestyle, entertainment, technology and media. What the fuck? They are the only company to do that. And then they have all these numbers. The whole website is a is a mix of buzzwords. Uh. Mm. Solidity and durability are the core belief, not beliefs, core belief of our economic development development model. Our strength lies in the entrepreneurial spirit that animates all group members at all levels. What the fuck is that? Mm. It feels like this word generator that you just uh spit out these these bullshit things. Uh. But yeah. I digress. Okay. Please proceed. But uh yeah, so essentially the I mean, it's it's okay. So billionaire, billion billionaires put in bid to buy a football club. It's mm. all. I mean, that's basically the story, right? It shouldn't yeah. attract that much more attention. But <laughs> the killer thing was that the killer thing about this group was that, I mean, probably I don't know whether they were just emboldened by, by the fact that they they managed to get publicity about their bid or something like that. But for some reason, they just found it necessary to put up pictures of themselves meeting with uh, former President Obama at the headquarters in Paris. La, in Paris, plus Vendôme, which apparently is the very high-end part of Paris. La. You know, yeah. And then talking about how <laughs> the captions of those photos on their website and press releases were about how Obama you know, had a private meeting with them and their officers and then inspired them to to create artificial intelligence in healthcare and stuff like that. Lah. So we won't bore you all the, the like, like what Harish said, word vomit that you're talking about. But those photos turned out to be the downfall, or at least, at least the start of the downfall. Lah. And why, Harish? Why, why were the photos the downfall? Because they didn't fucking meet Obama. <laughs> no, no. They, and it was they, they doctored. Did. They, they did they? meet Obama. They did meet Obama. So, so to clarify, they, the... These three individuals. What an anticlimax, man! I'm sorry, Terence. Yeah, you sorry. set me up so perfectly. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, it turned out that those photos that they took with Obama, of the three of them with Obama, were doctored, and actually, it yeah. wasn't even like it wasn't even like you needed a forensic expert or IT specialist to look at the photos. Like even me, when I first saw the photo on the website, I was like, "What the fuck? This is completely. This is a really bad Photoshop job." Because the angle, the angles of the the way people were sitting and facing each other, and just the backgrounds, everything just looked so fake. Uh, they like they was it looked it looked like they were all like cardboard standees against uh standing against backgrounds, and then they were taking a picture together. So I was like, there's something fishy about this whole thing, uh, And I I mean for for me, I was like until I get further evidence, I didn't want to talk about it. But I think more people dug up uh, more about it, and then they they could point out even little things like how. Uh, Terence Lowe in the they had a chair they had a shot of four people sitting in front of the Bellagraph Nova Group logo, and then you see Terence Lowe and Nelson Lowe the the way their chairs were just lined up, just didn't make physics sense la. You know what I mean? Like it was something yeah. out tendered like that something off uh, You know, it's like it's like everyone everything else looks okay. Like Evangeline Shen is sitting next to Obama, she's talking, they're laughing. Then suddenly you see the. The Terence Lowe on the right side of the picture, he's also talking, but no one seems to be listening to him. And but his chair is angled such that it's is facing front onto the photo compared to everyone else. So, so just in general, the just of the physics of it just didn't make sense and the lighting just looked off. So it turned out that the photos were fake nah, and they were doctored. Lah. Uh, but the truth is that they these three people have met Obama before at a charity fundraising event uh, late last year. But that happened in Singapore. 
and it wasn't and it was in probably in a hotel or something it wasn't at so, some headquarters in Paris no so so that means with like the doctored image is just that other person who got added uh I mean I think I I don't know but I think the getting all four of them that means the three founders of Belograph Nova group and Obama in the same photo no such photo exists but individual yeah. photos of Evangeline Shen and Obama so, or Obama and the low cousins together they those yeah. do exist yeah so that means that means the the picture that I'm looking at technically mm. it was still like they didn't meet like that they didn't meet at an event but they didn't meet like that yep yep right? yeah correct Okay, correct. so that means just now what I said was partly correct. La. I'm just trying to Actually, to yeah. make myself look like less like less of an idiot for totally yeah. screwing up the the wonderful setup you gave me. Yeah. So so based on that, um, I mean Reuters even came in the picture and started doing investigating. They mm. went to the Belograph Nova Group supposed office in Paris, and and they dug up. They found out there was no such company founded in France called Belograph Nova Group. Uh, there wasn't really an office. There was just an address, a corporate, you know, those like corporate secretary kind of address to receive letters, yeah. la. Uh, yeah. And then other than that, the there wasn't anything else, la. And then a lot of the other claims about uh, you know multiple businesses and being linked to all these companies in Singapore during fintech or that. I mean, those companies that were named actually came out and said, "Oh, there's no such thing." We have, I think, like one was called Hydra X or something. Yeah, they Hydra X. They had, yeah, they claim that actually there has no such relationship <laughs> with with these people, uh. Um, and then other things like um, uh, what do you do you know of any other uh strange things that they claimed? Oh yeah, they uh, one one is that they claimed that they had Alan Shearer backing their bid to buy Newcastle, and mm. they and then later sources close to Alan Shearer said there was no such thing lah. That, that nothing there was nothing like that in place. Uh, they claimed that they were they were close to Cristiano Ronaldo and would get him to join the club, and uh. As, as the last time I checked, Cristiano Ronaldo is still is still playing in Juventus, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean they also apparently like uh like Kate Blanchett also seemed to be part of their whole posse. I know. Okay, so for, so what I understand is that uh they there's the Terence Low and the mm. Nelson Low, right? Yeah. And then yep. they have the Evangeline Shen, who is the corporate trailblazer female part of the trilogy of founders and they have these pa- French partners in Paris mm. supposedly la. and then those French partners apparently uh, yeah got worked with uh, or, or were at multiple events with Kate Blanchett and all that so Kate Blanchett also seemed like she was part of the whole the whole posse mm. so so I don't know I think she was just kind of like because you know like it feels like there's a certain element of uh, they are in the prestige market, like you know, with the with the diamond selling and the as the aesthetic surgery and all that. So it's that level of society, that stratosphere of society. So I think they organize events, and Kate Blanchett is all over their Instagram, mm. So it just feels like okay, it's it feels legit, like because Kate Blanchett is an A-lister, right? So yeah. that they didn't imply that she's part of it, but but just that association kind of legitimized it, like. Yeah. So that also was a bit weird. Correct, correct. So, it's uh, yeah, it's a bit strange, lah. So, the 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 basic thing it seems that they were making a lot of claims in their press releases about about their business, and uh, that a lot of these claims were could not be backed up, lah, when investigated by journalists or or even just by a bit a few simple Google searches and things like that. And so the first thing they came out was they they came out and said that the yes the Obama photos were fake. They were adopted yeah. by an errant individual, which I think they mean that someone made a mistake within the company. 
Uh, it's the the PR officer, I believe. Yeah, the PR whose officer. Name, whose name is Mr. Neredis Antonio Jamunde de Bourbon. Yeah, so supposedly linked to, to Bourbon, the Bourbon group or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the Bourbon. But yeah, it sounds so it makes it sound so sophisticated. But basically they 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 came out and I mean to summarize all the defenses was basically that either it was an errant individual who put out something wrong or put out something too early that was being discussed but hadn't been confirmed yet, or just basically was just um, slowly, uh, it seemed like PR gaffes uh, more than anything. Um, as a, I mean, you know, in the in the sense that maybe maybe they are in talks with someone like Hydra X to do something, but yeah. before the deal is confirmed, you know, someone did a PR release about it already la, to, to leak it to the press, which is uh, yeah, la, PR 101, don't do that kind of thing. So they, they apparently they kept doing that kind of thing. Uh, and then somewhere along the way, someone got instruction, can you put a picture of Obama with the three of them? And then I don't know if an intern or something was in charge of it because the Photoshop isn't very good. And then they did the mm. photo and then they put it up on the website. So um, after one PR gaffe, gaffe of after another, uh, I think a lot of people were just left scratching their heads like, what is this company about? And what are they, are they really bidding for Newcastle United? Like? Because even like there were even the newspaper in Newcastle, or independent newspaper for Newcastle called the, I think it was called the, um, yeah, the Independent Voice of Newcastle United since mm-hmm. 1988. It's a, it's a, it's the Mac.co.uk. Even yeah. they are like, uh, you know, their headlines like, Bella talking and like bolstering their claims of buying Newcastle United. Uh. Yeah. So, and then it goes into details of what happened. Uh. Um, and actually the last, so every week there's been some bust up about this. And I think the last one, two weeks, it got, uh, it went to a next level uh, where apparently uh, the auditing, auditing firm Ernst & Young, the accountants, yeah. made a police report to the police that uh, they were being they were being represented as the auditors of Belagraph Nova Group. <laughs> so police uh-huh. apparently are investigating it now. Apparently there's something about you know uh, I don't know. It sounds like it sounds like something about uh, false signatures or unauthorized signatures going on. So police mm-hmm. are investigating that, and uh, yeah, it's just and and there's also the other issue of. Uh, I think ACRA, the Corporate Regulatory Authority, is now also investigating all the multiple subsidiaries and everything of Belagraph Nova Group. Because um, apparently there was a, I I believe there was a, there was an attempt to do what they call a reverse takeover for a private company to go public by swallowing a smaller, a smaller public company. Mm. Uh, it was called called through through this company called Exington la. and then yeah. you know it seemed they was trying to they were trying to push that through, but uh, everything has been put on hold because all the, the the whole fiasco has been going on, and then even the Novena Global Healthcare Group, apparently now the the low cousins have been have been asked to you know uh, not be in charge of things for a while to let some people investigate the audited accounts and things like that, so it's gone from just a PR disaster to actually you know like authorities and corporate authorities and, and criminal authorities coming in to, to look into their accounts uh. so all this everything we're talking about so far <laughs> again it comes back do you know what's the one big thing that came into my mind what? You, know, <laughs> you know so everyone who says that artists are not essential right 
tell it to these guys. You know, all they wanted was a nice photoshopped Obama photo. And then they maybe they refused to pay an artist or an art designer to do it properly. And look at what happened. Now the police, ACRA, all these people are on your back. You know, that's is to me that that's was like your the one big fucking lesson. Take <laughs> <away>. <laughs> that's one big takeaway from it. You want to do Photoshop, do properly. You don't get someone who's good at it, like Sasha or something like that, who can do do really good. <laughs> no, job, you know? yo, you forgot Singapore's Singapore's best Photoshopper, <laughs> Daryl Aiden Chu. <laughs> he would be the perfect person to be like be the, the PR person. Perfect person. Oh my god, guys. Fucking yeah. Nelson and what's his face? Terrence, Terrence or something? Is it Nelson yeah, yeah. and Nelson and Terrence? Nelson though. and Terrence, guys, you fucking get your shit together, man. You guys mm. have your shitty LinkedIn profile, so you guys care at least about portraying something in the online world. Just yeah. go to the other social platform, find your fucking uh like fourth person in this whole drama. Yeah. Yeah. So Daryl Aiden, this is your dream job, dude. Well, that's a good okay, call. So, that's a good call. So so okay, after going through all that, aside from that that one very self-serving takeaway uh, mm. about how we are all essential, what else occurred to you? I mean, uh, okay, just think about the larger context of of uh, the past, what, what's been in the, big in the news in the past couple of months. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of something that's relevant to this. The Changi Airport uh, Group. Exactly, the Changi Airport okay, Group. Yeah, and you Changi know Airport about, group, yes. and you know, people in Singapore, you always see angry people on the ground always saying things like, yeah, you know, the rich people, they have their way of doing things and, and you know, they, they always do things to fuck up, like, you know, fuck, uh, to protect themselves and all that. Lah. They won't rock the mm. So, I mean, you, you, you see that in the that Changi Airport Group case, lah, right? And, and yeah. that has caused a lot of discussion about how we, what, what is fairness in our society and all that. Lah. And yeah. then when you see something like this, lah, right, where these big, uh, companies or these these people who have a lot of money and and you know are buying up companies left right center all that they you know they they there's a lot of shenanigans that are going on uh even within the that circle la, that that level of um when you are when you are that big and you have that much capital and everything does it mean that there's more scrutiny on you it might actually you know be the reverse la. because if you think about it ACRA is is investigating them for not reporting their financial uh, reports every year for like uh, since 2018 or something like 2017 or 2018 mm. so for such a big company to to not have been you know for not about ACRA to not have caught them earlier and everything like that it shows you that there's probably a lot of stuff going on that is helping these big entities these big corporates conglomerates you know protect their money protect uh, protect the things that they are their assets la. and I think that's one thing that anyone who goes through life realizes that that mm. that yeah the law I mean it I think the CAG group kind of thing just brought to light things that already people knew but had didn't have much proof to verify uh, that the yeah. law does not is not equal uh, and mm. it does protect certain people in society uh, and it makes sense like uh, the more powerful you are the more influence you have the more lobbying power you have and the more if you are an economic superpower like bringing in a shit ton of money to a country, certain GDP or you're fucking powerful or influential, yeah, the law does not apply to you the same way it does to mm. anyone else. And you can Google this. There are so many, uh, I think interviews, I think Joe Rogan has a few interviews, Reddit threads, like even the case of people, like I think one example I heard, I'll put the link in the show notes. It was Joe Rogan talking to someone who worked in a job that 
gave her access to the fucking ultra rich and mm. with private jets and all right you can even travel without passports because mm. the law does not apply to you yeah. so and I mean anyone who's worked in a corporate also knows corporate I guess in, in any MNC corporate um, it's to a lesser scale but you kind of see how the moment you're above a certain pay scale or something the rules don't really apply to you like like your hands aren't as tight as uh, they, they might be if you were like a fucking admin officer or, or, or middle manager so mm. that whole thing applies in society as well if you're fucking rich right the law does not apply to you uh, the same way it does to others and I think let's say let's give this Terrence and Nelson Lowe the benefit or the doubt that their mm. previous companies their previous investment funds and all were legit maybe they spotted the fucking loophole uh, that if you maybe you know like how we've done social experiments before you know other yeah. influencers in Singapore have done social experiments this is just a bunch of fucking rich people doing a social experiment <laughs> except that theirs is on a fucking whole other scale uh. because and I say this and I say this because if you look yeah. at Evangeline Shen right if you google her you look at all her pictures she looks like she is a fake person in the sense mm. that she looks like artificially created <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and you, like anyone listening right you go and google like um, virtual influencers or AI influencers there are these fucking Instagrammers Michaela and Amila, Amelia who were created by artificial intelligence and they have two like millions of followers on Instagram and mm. I think part of the novelty is that people know it's fake uh, and they just want to follow along for the ride but mm. as recent as these past one two weeks there are startup companies in the field of AI uh that I mean generating content using AI where they can take a line of text and translate it to a human speaking it in a human voice and yeah. it looks real and it's all fucking fake. Mm. So if you think about it, you know, they, they do have mentions of using AI to improve healthcare. These Nelson and Terrence, they seem like smart guys. They they seem like they've actually gone to Harvard, which is what's stated in the LinkedIn. So they might just see this loophole like, holy shit, they are a, you can create a, a fictional person, you know? Mm. And and you look at Evangeline Shen, everything. And she appears on Prestige. And mm. for people who don't know, right, appearing in Prestige, right, doesn't necessarily mean you are prestigious or you are deserving of appearing in Prestige uh, yeah. and others uh, must, like, uh, like, naval gazing magazines. All you need to do is pay. Yeah, actually, actually, yeah, so that is something I wanted to also, also point out. Uh, what I wanted to yeah. point out from doing research uh, is that as recent as January 2020, right? Yeah. You can find articles of these these cousins, the low cousins, glowing articles that seem to be written by some, uh, you know, Esquire magazine or, you know, like like legit magazines, la, glowing articles about how fantastic their business is, how great philanthropists they are, and, and, and how, you know, like, they, 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 you know, wow, they met Obama, how do you do it, how you do it and everything. So these articles were written as recent as January 2020. In fact, since 2018, I think articles like that came about already. And none of them like even just went to do a little bit of fact check, fact checking about what they were publishing, you know, like yeah. what the revenues were of these people on it. So it also reminded me of like uh someone, you know, a friend of mine who was in the who's in, you know, running startups and things like he was telling me also that, you know, essentially this whole media thing is also a big game, like, you know. You can, like you said, you can easily buy a spread. For your to promote yourself in a in a in a magazine that seems to be objective like Prestige and stuff like that, you can essentially buy pay for them to come and be to photograph you and give a glowing profile about your business where there's zero fact checking on what you're saying. So you could literally say, "Oh, I just had lunch with Donald Trump last week," and they'll just they'll just print it, you know, yeah. without even checking about it. So it's it's like 
it, it, it just reminds me like, wow, you know the the like, like what you say like the they get to this point where the laws don't apply. Don't say laws like, even just the norms of social behavior, of like you know just spouting sprouting something that seems so completely ludicrous to people without batting an eyelid. They don't even think that there's a wrong thing like you know. So, yeah. so that, that reminds and me of uh, yeah, this this kind of yeah. people, na- the narcissists and all that who are no, in society. If you, think, if you think, yeah, if you think about like the what is social currency these days amongst the younger people, right? Uh, mm. it is the followers and the likes and the Instagram blue tick. Because yeah. once someone has an Instagram blue tick, you almost associate a level of legitimacy to them, la. You know, they're yeah, like, oh yeah. fuck, they have to be real. But for older people, for the ultra boomers, prestige is that fucking blue tick. Yeah. And exactly. the first time it dawned upon me about how these kind of award ceremonies can be fucking jerk offs, right, is when I was in my corporate job at mm. uh, at Scoot and I went for those one of those marketing award ceremonies. Mm. And because we were nominated for, for a bunch, and I was like, fuck yeah, man, because I used to handle social media and I was like, yeah, fuck, you know. But the first thing that these award ceremonies ask you when they nominate you and they tell you you're nominated, right, is that can you come for the event? Yeah. And when you say, yeah, you can, they're like, okay, it costs $3,000 a table for 10 <laughs> seats. La. And they're like, and, and you're, if you're like, uh, yeah, sorry, I can't pay. So then you don't win. Mm. Okay, your winning is dependent on you coming to pay $3,000 uh, a table to attend the event because a lot of these award ceremonies, I'm not talking about the Oscars or the Emmys, but a lot of these award ceremonies or anything that depends on a certain level of prestige or awards, right? They fucking need to make money. So even then, like, I didn't have to pay for it, right? My company paid for it and I'm not holding anything against the company because they the award ceremonies built this layer of legitimacy that they did have some sort of street cred la, because mm. that's what all you need to do as an award ceremony is reach a certain level of street cred and then people will just want to be part of it. La. So, so, so we essentially, went the, the whole thing, what you're saying is, is, is if I give can give an analogy to kind of some, uh, to make it easier to understand, it's like you have a Tinder match with a girl that you think is damn hot or yeah. something, right? And But then then you talk, talk, talk and everything's going great and you know the chemistry is there. And then you say, yeah, let's meet up. And then she says, I'll only meet up with you if you bring me to Les Amis for dinner. Something like that, like, right? I think it's a horrible analogy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true, it's correct, right? It's no. like you only if you okay. pay for expensive it's, dinner. It's similar because, dude, that's how that's how dating for a lot of people work, right? <laughs> regardless, regardless of yeah, whether that's the person is hot or anything. What are you talking? Yeah, that's, why, that's how the world works, dude. Yeah, it's just I was like doe-eyed in the whole uh, corporate world thinking that, oh shit, you win awards because it's meritocratic and you're really that good. Mm. I mean, our campaigns were fucking badass. Like, yeah, I, I won't deny that. But sure. even when we... Okay, and your analogy has some, some truth to it. Um, because even when we went for the award ceremony, right, in my mind, I was like, oh, fuck, you know, this is going to be like the Emmys. There's like, there'll be like some funny guy comes to talk and then there's dancing and performances. Literally, we go there, they're like, like, okay, good evening. Uh, Okay, and the first award is blah, blah. It was award, award, award. The food was shit. Uh, The whole thing was just a clusterfuck. Everyone was crammed into the small hall. And at the end of the day, they were like, 40, 50 tables. So the organizers made like uh, $150,000 to $200,000 in revenue and everyone just gets these little awards that they can jerk off to in their own time. And and there was a loophole that that this whole system was built around. So if you think about people who have access to capital or networks, all you need is a website that spews some fucking buzzwords, start mm. a non-profit, uh, mix around with rich people and people will think you're legitimate. Yeah, but but and but to to also like to give them some credit, like right, like these yeah. guys apparently, and and I, I think this one is real, like because I have seen, I've seen uh, instances where they actually have done it. They do sponsor certain like sports teams, like like amateur mm. Muay Thai Association of Singapore, 
uh, they sponsor like car races, you know, like car, like we're talking about, you know, racing the Porsche. When you, and you know, like if you go to F1, sometimes before the main F1 race, there are all these like small yeah. little races. So like there's a, there's one particular Porsche race, like, which I thought was pretty cool because it was all these enthusiasts coming in and just mm-hmm. racing the zhengda Porsches. So apparently they also sponsored a race truck, race car driver and stuff like that. So they they you know they do have some capital to you know to help uh underprivileged people and things like that. Like I guess uh it's just that it's not like the billions that you know that their foundation website and stuff like that but, talks about. But it's like. almost it almost feels like a checklist. Like if you want to be a rich person, con swindler person, you need to have a non profit. Because I've seen yeah. it in other examples. Uh, like what, some what? examples. <laughs> In, like what, uh? <laughs> <laughs> I've come across like, okay, yeah. and, and I can't disclose, but it also has to do with diamonds. Mm. It also has to do with setting up a non-profit in a developing country. Mm. And it just reeks of the exact same fucking thing. Yeah. And it just feels like who's gonna who's gonna take these people down? Who's gonna hold them accountable? Because technically, have they broken a rule? You think about it, influencers mm. uh, and people on Instagram, doctor photos. Yeah. These people also doctor photos. It's just <laughs> to what level, lah, right? Obama, someone, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, someone reduces their waist by like a millimeter, yeah. right? These people just put Obama in. So, yeah. but that made me think, like, if if let's say, like, I just wanted to verify with Obama whether he actually took a photo with this person, is that somebody or some some you know someone that we can reach out to for that for that kind of thing? Just maybe like support at obama.com or something. <laughs> hey, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Who? Who? Yeah. who? Who can you reach out to? You can't also. I also <laughs> don't know can't. who to reach out to, right? Yeah. I mean, if you think about the degrees of separation, okay, we know Nas Daily. Yeah. Nas Daily knows Lee Sien Lung. So maybe we need to go down that route. Yeah. Hey, but the truth is, uh, I have actually stood like almost like one meter away from Donald Trump. I know you said this how many times, dude? This like is like one, your one claim like to fame. I was one meter away from Donald Trump. <laughs> like if I... If like if I had to go back in time, you know, in like tenant wise into my past, uh, and like I could change the future by, you know, like you know, like shaking his hand or assassinating him at the same time, uh, I was in that position to do so one meter away, you know. No, but isn't the whole thing about tenant that you can't change the past because it would it like whatever happens happened or something? That stupid saying. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, correct, then you correct. have to you're using the wrong movie reference. It's back to yeah. the future. You back need to, to go future. back to the future. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You need to go back Wasn't to the Ivanka future. Trump there as well? She was, yeah. And Melania, all of them were there. They were waiting but for... But was Ivanka Trump good-looking in person? I mean, yeah. Yeah, she's a, she's a model and everything. And, right? and, and she was Trump, in college at that yeah. point in time. And did Donald Trump have gravitas? Like, he's a big guy, like, right? He's a big guy, big guy. He was like... I, I stood next... I was Basically, the context was that I was a volunteer giving out... I think, like, doing ushering at, like, the my school's graduation. And it just happened that that year, Ivanka Trump was graduating from the Wharton School as well, like. Mm. Uh, and then Trump and his whole family came along and, and like I mentioned billions of times before at that point in time Trump was not the person that you see today Trump was like a likable yeah you know, he was the apprentice dude right yeah he was the apprentice guy he said you're fired so you're fired. people were running up to him to take photos of him an Indian family ran up to him Mr. Trump can I get a picture of you then I turned around I was like oh fuck like he's right next to me because I was just standing there with you know ushering people in and out of the hall so it was like, it was kind of like, uh, I was like, oh shit, I'm working. You know, maybe I shouldn't be seen like trying to take a photo of him. La. But mm. wow, imagine if I took a photo of him, I could be this Bella Graf Nova group now, you know. <laughs> I could have <laughs> said Donald, President of the US, you know, gave me advice on how to start a company and everything. Eh. 
No, but actually we also have um um one of our redditors who's damn good at photoshopping, right? Oh yeah. yeah Yo, yeah. Bellagraph Nova. Yo, we, we can <laughs> yeah, recommend hire, someone. Yeah, hire the, our guy, man. Yeah, yeah. like go, go to our Reddit is fucking so many memes that are just utter perfections, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it. We gotta get his username right. Uh, yeah. Hi, Hi, Hayato, right? Hayato. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he yeah. has done a lot of fantastic photoshops of us in various places. Like I think Harish even thought I was next to Michael Jordan when he was yeah, celebrating winning <laughs> his third championship or something like that. I was like, holy shit! I know Terence is a basketball fan, but I didn't know he fucking was there. <laughs> of course, that was just a momentary thing, like because yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. it's yeah, it's uh, Hayata Solo mm. Hayata S. Correct, yeah, correct. shout out to to the to yeah. the Photoshop master. Yep. on our Reddit but but yeah I guess I mean we don't really have a conclusion to say anything uh, like uh, about this whole thing apart from like it's fucking ridiculous yeah. we're gonna put a bunch of links in the show notes and go find out for yourself because yeah. we are confused as fuck I, I guess we want to cover it because uh, that I mean the developments in the last couple of weeks have made it into not only like the police are investigating but ACRA is investigating now so so it's more mm. than just like a PR thing already la. And and this is the point where okay I think you know, uh, everything that we we, uh, everything you've heard about the firm right now is really like a, literally like a criminal or, or or it could be a corporate regulatory case, lah. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, just just Google the photos also of Evangeline Shen. Just just look yeah. like she doesn't she doesn't she just she's not real. I'm pretty sure she's not real. This is one whole fucking social experiment that the Low Brothers are just doing because they already have enough money to retire. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Actually, it's an interesting one. It's a it's a rich person social experiment. It's a bit yeah, like trading places, trading yeah. places movie like that, right? Where they just yeah. they just put it out there just for people to. What have, what have we done? I've worn woman clothes in a social experiment for a video. Yeah, yeah. We've did I make a million dollars? No, no. We've handed racist notes across the <laughs> yeah, table to right. people. That's about it. That's our social experiment. <laughs> that's our social experiment. That that's yeah. our. So- and what is the thing in common between both social experiments? There's someone called Terence. Oh, fucking yeah. brilliant, brilliant observation. Brilliant <laughs> observation there. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant observation. See, that, that, so that then, makes, that's the difference between them and us. La. You know, they are, they make observations about people and then they, you know, they find ways to find loopholes and things like that. <laughs> yeah, and then we they, just, they bid for Newcastle, basically. We, we all make observations in, and then we like... Sit in our rooms and laugh. And laugh about it on a podcast, <laughs> on a microphone, on the... No, on a Friday night. No. <laughs> Yo, but slowly, but surely, as as they say on their website, you know, we are all butterflies. Earth <laughs> is our chrysalis. It was said by Lee Ann Taylor. Oh my God. All right, so remember that we are all butterflies. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we are all fucking butterflies. But uh, butterflies. speaking of butterflies, right, you know, flapping their wings all the time. There also, there's also something that you, you do. Flaps you in the wind. Flap, <laughs> yeah, you flap in the wind. <laughs> This month that could get you in trouble, which is what we're gonna talk about next. Huh? Yeah. How's that? How's if, that? No, How's yeah, that was fucking dope, man. That was a fucking great segue. And and yeah, if you keep flapping this thing in the wind past yeah. September 30th, you'll get into trouble. So you have one yeah. more day to flap this thing in the wind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And please and do not it, please zip up your pants. Don't yeah, that's right. We're not talking about flapping that. We're not talking about flappy bird. We're talking about flappy flag. Yeah. Flappy flag. Flappity flag. So so apparently that the law in Singapore, it says that, you know, the Singapore flag that that I'm sure everyone hangs outside their window uh, mm. as a sign of patriotism and solidarity with our country. If you leave it hanging past 30th September, you could be fined up to $1,000. Mm, mm. 
Correct, correct. Did you know that? Did you have any idea? Yeah, it's been it's been a long-standing law already. So apparently, the Singapore Arms and Flag and National Anthem rules uh, were amended earlier this year to allow the flag to be left displayed from April twenty-fifth to June thirtieth as a as a as a demonstration of unity and solidarity with mm. our fellow countrymen. I think this was during Circuit Breaker, you know, showing Correct. unity. And I thought that was okay. That, that was that was nice. Like, but I didn't know there's a fucking law to not hang it after, after like a certain time. But again, I think it's one of those laws that like like 377A, there's a law there, but it's not enforced. Uh. So it's one of those but, gray area laws. Uh. But why, why? Why? Because I, I, I think according to a forum letter, which is always the source of truth, a forum letter to Straight Times, that other yeah. countries can actually... Hang it up longer? Mm. No, I think not, only, not only hang it up, but I think like, say for USA, right? You know, people, I don't know if you remember, there was this thing like several, uh, a number of years ago where the Singapore water polo team wore the Singapore flag on their trunks. Oh, and yeah. ended up the crescent of the moon ended up like being in the position where, where you know, where, where people- Their own imagine, crescent. Yeah, the, yeah. Your, your own crescent would be. And there was a big hoo-ha be. because- Apparently, you're not supposed to do that to the Singapore flag. Ah. You're not supposed to drape it or wear it around your body in that way that, that it, it makes it look uh, uh, like gaudy and all that. Like, <laughs> uh, phallic, obviously. But yeah, so we, we, we don't have such uh, liberal... Uh, we don't allow such liberal users of the flag. Like, you know, in America where everything can be a flag. You know, you can you can like do up your whole car as a flag and things like that. Apparently yeah. in Singapore we're not allowed to do that. Lah. And it's much more they, they guard the national arms and that means the, the flag and everything much more carefully than in other countries. Lah. But I mean, yeah, if it, it feels like there's a whole bunch of like there's a Singapore arms and flag and national anthem rule. Because yeah, yeah it's about how you display your flag, um, how it's it's uh yeah, where whether it's vertical, horizontal, you can't um, display torn or worn out mm. flags. It even needs to be disposed into a sealed black trash bag before mm. before you throw it out. Correct, so correct. I guess there are certain rules which is understandable. I just didn't know that you can't display it past a certain time because maybe there's someone who wants to display their Singapore flag for the whole year. So mm. that will get them in trouble. Yeah. yeah huh. At least not in public. Like I guess it's... They want to put in your room over your bed. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I guess you could do that in your room. Nobody's going to judge you for that. But if you put it out there, like, uh, I don't know, maybe it's a, it's meant to avoid situations where everyone uh, puts up flags of where they're from or anything like that outside where they live. Uh, cause in, in, Is there a rule against that? Putting up your own country flag? No, that just came out to me. Like, are you allowed to hang other countries' flags, display other countries' flags in Singapore? I know uh, there was that one... Uh, expat who had who wore a t-shirt of I think the Singapore emblem being torn in half to reveal yeah. the Indian flag and he got flamed online man yeah yeah so that's yeah. that's one of those things that I think the internet just gets angry over like things I, I didn't know they cared about yeah but correct. I think the flag thing can be a very sensitive topic yeah actually mm. yeah can you hang can you display so, oh yeah according to Singapore flag? statutes the Displaying any flag or national emblem emblem that is not of Singapore in public is considered an offense. So God yeah, you can't damn. you can't hang flags of other countries, uh, like in in public la. Huh? Mm. In public, you can't. God yeah. damn. Yeah. Correct. God correct. Damn. So so I Shit. guess the 
having this law in place is kind of like uh, to 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 you you want to avoid maybe they want to avoid the issue where people say hey how come can hang Singapore flag today is like I don't know a Bastille Day or something how can I just hang out the French flag why cannot you know that kind of thing. So but then you can wear. I guess wearing a sports jersey is different because it's mm. it's almost like a commercial product that is not like the national coat of arms or something lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's probably been approved already lah in terms of of the usage of the flag on the on the on a sports jersey. Huh. Mm. But I mean, it feels like the displaying of a foreign nation's flag in Singapore being a criminal offense. Yeah, it feels like it's not every country has similar uh, things like that because no, yeah. Overseas countries have covered uh, news of people being getting into trouble for displaying non-Singaporean flags in Singapore. Like. So correct, correct. I I assume that it is not common to other countries. Like. Yeah. Hmm, I, I think did as, not know that. Yeah, as late as last year, there was a, someone who was, you know, got on storm for hanging like the flag of China outside the flat. And I mean, people are taking photos and talking about it of, on, on stomp and things like that. Like. So so it's definitely mm. uh it's definitely very it can be a uh, enforced uh, if 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 it needs to be. But have for you Singapore, felt, flag, have you have you ever felt the the desire to hang another country's flag? Uh no not not I don't even have any other country's flags, but but, but I remember when I was in the US like we would uh we would hang out the Singapore flag, in but mostly indoors like at events and stuff like that. For the Singapore students and, and don't lie during the Club Singapore uh, uh, executive committee meetings, yeah, you yeah, made yeah. us all hold it and say the pledge, <laughs> say the pledge when you were yeah. president. Yeah, when exactly. you were president, exactly. Fucking hell. So I mean, it's a it sounds like a strange law, but in Singapore, we, where you know the public housing is much more uniform than in a lot of other countries and all, uh, there might be an element of just aesthetics to it as well, lah. Where you so if, you don't see like pockets of flex here and there and it doesn't look very good and all. So if like if if someone who happens to let's say uh your son joins USC in future and he becomes mm-hmm. the world champion, can he display the Singapore flag there? I think if I I mean I've been to the, like one FC championship mm. where the Singapore fighter did have the Singapore flag over his shoulder and stuff like that. La. So oh, I so think that one, that's okay. Yeah. That one because you're like, you know, proudly waving it and everything. But, but do you but see him? Do you see any other fight of him after that? Uh, I think he lost after that lah, and then he lost to a Malaysian also. So after that, I haven't <laughs> seen it. I haven't seen any since lah. But, but but he but, was he he was up and about lah. He wasn't yeah, he wasn't yeah. put behind bars or anything. Yeah yeah yeah. And as long as you're not treating it with disrespect, you know, like like wiping your but face then, with it or whatever, it should be okay. So I think la. I think I think that feels like a like a very gray area as well because mm. you can put it with full respect outside your house. You know, you yeah. can put like uh like gold freckles over it and all that and like uh have an altar devoting your 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 uh your like your love for it. But you might still get in trouble. I think I think yeah, I think it's one of those grey area kind of things. Because honestly, if you're a fighter and you want and you put it over your shoulders and it drops on the floor, I think you'll get fucked, lah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but but if you won if you win your fight and it's a you know a fantastic fight and everything. People want you to be dripping the flag over your shoulders. Yeah, like, but then know? if you drop it on the floor, can you imagine they're like, yeah, yeah you yeah. drop the floor, you're like, fuck you, piece of shit. You don't yeah. care about our country. Correct, correct, correct. It's like mm. the it's a bit mm. like those you know, you hear of those things like if 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 you're the flag bearer on some big like national day parade oh, yeah, event, yeah, correct, and then you yeah. drop the flag or something like that. I think oh, like, your career your career is over in the army, apparently. Oh Lord. You've, you've heard those rumors like, before, right? 
yeah. I mean, it, for any any parade, uh, marching parade or anything, if you're a flag bearer, it's is there's a lot of prestige behind it, but there's also a lot mm. of stress, lah, because yeah. part of the salute is lowering the flag onto the parade square ground, yeah. but it's a very it's a very dicey thing, lah. Mm, mm. Correct, but correct. you were surprised like, when you saw this law right I mean yeah, it, it always it always strikes me as funny like, it's, it's one of those unenforceable things uh, and yeah like, like, like you say if I'm like super patriotic and I want to do it I can't do it also like, which is yeah. like, uh, a bit like uh, I mean is is it necessary like, to have the law if you're not going to enforce but, it also but do you normally hang your flag out for National Day uh, my, I mean my family always did last time uh, so, I'm not uh, asking about your family I'm asking about you I didn't do it personally. La. I said, oh, I'm, so a, I'm, a, I'm like you la, when it comes yeah. to dishes. I don't eh, do it. Eh, or cutting eh, vegetables. Eh, don't, eh, don't, don't, don't try and shift <laughs> it on me. I let my mom okay? or dad do it. See, this is you you painting a very false picture. So for context, guys, uh, our dear Yalaba listeners, I have a box uh, or a bowl of vegetables every day without any salad dressing. I just that eat it and... Uh. Nee, fuck you, okay? It's not my mom, okay? It's, I cut it, okay? I've, I've sent you pictures of me cutting it yeah. uh, with every fucking day and you keep spewing this thing with people that I I even meet for the first time sometimes. Yeah, so yeah. guys, you all are listening here, okay? If, but sometimes you run into Terrence or whatever and yeah. he tells you that I don't cut my own vegetables. It's a lie, okay? It's fucking mm. fake news. Yeah. I cut my vegetables. I'll put a photo of it if anyone wants to see. Uh, it's normally like one capsicum, one tomato, one apple, a bunch of grapes, kiwi, uh, some baby carrots and spinach. And literally, yeah. the goal is to just stuff all of them into my mouth as soon as possible early in the day so that I don't need to give a shit about vegetables for the rest of the day. See, yeah, it's such yeah. a nice habit. But Terrence just continues to spew this fucking nonsense <laughs> to people I met in the past for the first time, okay? And then they give me, what? You're like 30 and your mom still cuts your vegetables? I'm like, no. Okay, I cut my own fucking vegetables. I yeah. eat it myself. I wash the fucking bowl myself as well. Okay, okay. don't worry, don't worry. Okay. I, I, I mean, to everyone <laughs> listening out there, I got a lot of self awareness, and I never put up the flag myself. I'll totally just admit it out and put it out there. I'm not gonna like send you photos of myself <laughs> putting up flags or anything like that. I never did it. So I've never done it. So it's okay to just admit it that you know my parents. Did no, it. no. See, no. See, now you are almost making it seem making me sound really petty. I don't care if I sound petty. Okay, I cut my own damn fucking vegetables. <laughs> and I highly recommend everyone do it as well because then you don't need to give a shit about vegetables for the rest of the day. Mm. Honestly, you always hear this meal serving, oh, have one serving of vegetables with every meal. Fuck that. You just cram all the vegetables at the start of the day and the rest of the day you can eat shit and still you would have gotten your fiber and vitamins. No, but you've come to like it. La. You've come to like the taste of the vegetables. It's, in the morning, no, la. I wouldn't say I've come to like it. It's a, it's a habit. So if I don't have it, I feel a little like, mm, and my veggies... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah, I wouldn't say I like it, lah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't say I like it. And guys, yeah, if you, like if you're ever on set with me and all that, I always strive to have my vegetables. Yeah, it is a thing. I need my vegetables. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. Uh, on the on the note of shock things that mm. that that happens in my day to day life. Uh, yeah. we are down to our final segment. Our one yeah. shock thing. Do you want to go first? Yeah. What's your one shock thing? Can. Uh, I think a few episodes ago, I I talked about the my one shock thing being the trailer for the new season of Chef's Table, mm-hmm. uh, which was pretty slickly done. And over this past weekend, I watched it with my girlfriend and it's like Chef's Table is a Netflix show about food. Mm. But what always blows me away, it is more about the story of the person from that restaurant or the person from that 
that that dessert bar or from that person from their barbecue house. Uh, it is about their storyline. And the first season of the late, the first episode of the latest season is about this eighty-five-year-old pit master, which is a mm. term in the US used for people who manage the barbecuing at a at a barbecue place in Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's eighty-five years old. And she's been through like a fucking crazy life and she's been barbecuing for 50 years and apparently her barbecue meats are like to die for. Like. But mm. they, they they focus on the food, yes, but it's really about the story and like every time I watch it, I'm like, oh fuck, it's a show about food. Am I going to like it? But I think after every episode, I walk away from it and it's fucking dope. Like. So I would highly recommend it. Like. Mm. This is Netflix, is it? Yeah, Netflix. Mm. What's the latest the... season of Chef's Table? It's Chef's okay. Table. BB- it's like, I think the whole series is a... Uh, about this season is about barbecue la. Okay. Is Chef's Table, do you think it's in any danger of uh you know being cancelled or anything like that? I don't know. Why? Um because I just read an article recently that um made me think a lot more about okay, if you want to promote a show, right, to hope that it carries on beyond two seasons, you really have about a window of a month to promote it. Because apparently mm. like uh there was an article, I think on Variety or something, that talked about how Netflix basically looks at the data in the first month, the first one month of a show being released. And then mm. from there, they can already see, they can already decide whether they want to, to you know, uh, renew a show for beyond beyond the, this current season. Uh. So like, oh, uh, if you want to watch a show, right, and if you want it to continue beyond season two, especially season two is the big one, uh, uh, then you need to really try and promote it within the first month of the show being out la. which, I mean, which brings me to my one shock thing also la. so that's Wait, what I'm asking about Chef's Table this, yeah. this Chef's Table is season 8 really so I'm, I'm oh, assuming so it's past the hump yeah it's past um, the hump because really. yeah Netflix Netflix is all about data right yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. and yeah la, it's it's a very cold hearted business yeah. but they are all about data but but yeah what's your one shock thing uh, yeah because uh, I think some people when I said I recommended the world of the married Last time on Netflix, some people actually messaged me privately and said that, hey, thank you so much for the recommendation. It was fucking awesome. I never knew I liked K-dramas and I fucking love World of Merit. So uh, I, I realized, hey, actually, these recommendations do help like, in terms of like maybe if you want to get more seasons of this show. So the current show that I'm like really binging on now is called Criminal UK. Mm. Uh, and I just, I just somehow came across, because I think it's in season two now, but it's basically a show that um, the first season has three episodes that are in English. And it's basically uh, the entire episode of each episode. Uh, I mean, the, each episode is entirely uh, filmed and takes place within an interrogation room. So mm. it's about uh, an interrogation going on between you know a police and a suspect. And then you just watch the interrogation play out and then you watch it to... To, and there are certain twists and turns within the interrogation that, that you actually have to look out for as well when you're watching. So it's quite interesting. It's a bit like, uh, I think I talked about a game before called tell, uh, called um, Her Story that was about yeah. watching interrogation tapes like, and then coming to your own conclusion about it. So this one is the is a, like, it's basically a, a dramatic uh, telling of it. Like. So it, it's quite interesting in the sense the first three episodes were from from the UK. And then mm. there's Criminal France, where the next three episodes were filmed in French, uh, in French with like French police, Wait, French dialogue. So, so the everything. whole the whole episode is in one room. Yeah, correct. It, it takes place oh, in one. Shit. Yeah, in the interrogation room, lah. So it's a bit like, 
they just keep talking until there's some uh you know revelation or they manage to crack the person to to give some detail that they're fighting that they're they're struggling to get out of the person and then you see how they do it differently so it, i mean it's all fictional yeah. it's not it's not a real thing yeah. but but it's just done really well and the first season was actually 12 episodes but they split it in such a way it's very interesting it's like three episodes in uk three episodes in france three episodes in spain Three episodes in uh, and one how long European is each episode? Country. How long is each about episode? Forty-five minutes to an hour. Oh there shit! For, in one room. Yeah, in one room. So it's it's really about dialogue. It's really about listening to an interrogation and and also like seeing where which parts are the lies and which parts are real and things like that, lah. What, what was it? Was it filmed like with with COVID in mind? I don't know. Is it but a new thing? No, 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 I don't think so because the the first season came out last year, but it only had three English episodes. And then now season two is out and it's twelve is all English episodes and twelve English episodes. Uh. So I I just oh, finished shit. season one and I thought, oh shit, three episodes in and I'm like, Well, oh, this is 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 fun to watch. Uh. And season two actually uh one of the guest stars is actually Jon Snow from Game of Thrones, Kit mm. Harrington. He guest stars in one of the episodes. So it's really cool to see him. I think this is his first T V role since Game of Thrones ended. Uh. So so it's pretty interesting to to see him. Uh, play something else other than the king of the north. So, so this show is about like crime and and some sort of interrogation. The previous yeah. show you talked about was about adultery. Yeah, you correct. have confessed your love for corporate conspiracy and all. Yeah, Can you I just know. watch something fucking lighthearted or happy? <laughs> or what what's wrong with all this? Is you need to see the what you need to see what black is in order to appreciate what light is, right? Or oh, not black? Hey, no, no, not black. Sorry. Yeah, you that's what I was just gonna dark. say. You need to see what is complete hey, darkness. Hey, the to, dark to also. See what light so is what? Not black. <laughs> so what? So what? Now, like in our WhatsApp call, you're looking at me, and then later you go back, you look in the mirror, you're like, ah, okay, I can go <laughs> sleep. Is it? Fucking so hell. I knew I knew this would come outside. Like, okay, yeah, I changed dark. No, you need <laughs> yeah, to. No dark. Dark also cannot. Dark also cannot. Then, then, no then dark. You, you have to say like, like higher higher levels of mel- melatonin. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but so then, if, yeah. if you like like what I was saying earlier, if you watch the show and you like it, also try to you know tell more people to watch it within its first month. If you hope for mm. it to be renewed beyond season two, lah. That's mm, that's mm. that's the least you can do for we, a show. We'll share like. the we'll share the article that that Terence also shared with me, but I had not read uh yet. Mm. Uh, called why Netflix keeps canceling your favorite shows after two seasons. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All awesome. right, just oh, well, we passed an hour. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. All right. Uh, that's all for today. We will. And I mean, see you on Reddit. Obviously. Uh. I think a lot of interesting discussions there. Not even about the this podcast, but like like Harris said about should we start a Patreon account? There's actually a really interesting discussion going on there. You know, yeah. give us give us your thoughts as well if you've if you have any thoughts about that. And uh yeah, we will see you again. Peace.